Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Wrestling Place Wesley Chapel. We hope you feel honored, empowered, and full of faith because of what you hear. And we would love to see you at our gathering soon. For more resources like this, head to trpfamily.org. I'm so excited. I'm honored to bring the word here. I'm being real. I'm a kind of a noob at teaching. So this is like my fourth time, maybe third or fourth time ever speaking. So I've been leading worship for years since I was a kid. And so like I'm kind of, the Lord's just pulling me into some new things and stretching me. And so um, I do this with nerves, but, you know, I'm just going to go for it. So. If you like it, amen. If you don't, maybe we'll see. I don't know what to say, amen. <laughs> don't listen to the podcast. No. <laughs> but um, one thing that I wanted to share um, about First Friday really quick, because Jimmy had mentioned it, we actually just started doing um, a prayer room within First Friday. So if you come, one of um, Jess Waldrop, who's a serve team leader of First Friday, she's had it in her heart for First Friday to also be like a healing room. And so what we do is there's, there's a sign up. So every 15 minutes there's a rotation and there's a prayer room open and you can have people pray with you for whatever it is that you need prayer for. We've, we did it. They just did it their first time this last, this last Friday and um, there was huge breakthrough. So so if you're in need of, I don't, of a healing, if you're in need of anything to be partnered with you, there's so much faith um, that's stirred up already just within the worship, but then to have somebody partner with you in prayer. So if that's you or if you know somebody, let's, I would love to see this healing room developed. You know what I mean? And so um, it's just it's a beautiful atmosphere, so I invite you for that. I just wanted to, to express that. But, yeah, so I am Pastor Gigi. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm so excited. I, I'm going to talk today about the power of obedience. And um, one of the things I love, um, Jimmy spoke this morning, and I kind of wanted to actually open with this. Something that he said was, it's, there's probably a lot of people, even in this room, that you, you're obeying the Lord, but you might just be, like, partly obeying. Like, there's, there's a calling that's on your life. There's a destiny and an assignment. And a lot of us can probably say we're not fully into it. You know what I mean? Whether that's because of fear, whether that's because of circumstances or feeling unqualified or feeling unworthy, there's always a level of, um, of something that the Lord pulls on us in obedience to an assignment, and it's a matter of if we're just going to obey and go all the way or if there's a hesitancy. So even as I'm releasing this word, I pray that you would even check your heart on if you're not tap- tapping fully into your assignment, and what the Lord, the the word of the Lord over your life. And so, um, but I'm going to pray real quick. So, Father God, we just welcome you, Holy Spirit. And I just say, Father, just do whatever you want to do in this time, Lord God. We yield to you, Holy Spirit. We yield to you. And I just say right now that in this room, that every heart be open to you, not to me. Be open to the Father and what he wants to do what he wants to say to you. And Jesus, as you're calling us, the Lord, you, you constantly are giving us fresh revelation and fresh words and fresh assignments. But Father, let us be so willing with boldness and courage and strength to step into these new seasons. Knowing that you provide us with all the tools, all the strategy, all the wisdom. There's nothing that we have to fear. So, Holy Spirit, we just say, come. Come, blow the wind of your spirit in this place. We love you, Father. We love you, Father. 
I just say even now, let the peace of God settle over your heart. Let the peace of God settle over your heart, calming your mind. Some of you are already thinking about tomorrow. I just invite you to just enjoy this moment with Jesus. Enjoy this moment with him. He's here. He is here. And I pray that we as believers understand the reality that the Lord is here. The Father is here right in the midst of us. It's not in our imagination. He is here. And we honor you in this place, God. And we love to obey you. We love to obey you. We love your voice. And we're thankful that you're a God who speaks. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So I feel like when we find ourselves um, given an opportunity by the Lord to advance and to go deeper, to maybe take a risk, we say the key to those things being fulfilled is obedience, right? So in the natural, um, obedience usually gives you permission and access for things. So in the natural, you can think of, um, you know, speeding. When you're driving, you don't want to speed. You don't want to do anything. You obey the law because there's a consequence, right? And, but the reward of it is that you get to keep driving. You get to keep your license. In your job, there's maybe rules or there's standards or things that you have to abide by. And the, the, um, the reward of it is that maybe you get a promotion. You know what I mean? Your kids, you tell them to behave. You tell them to do whatever. They listen. They do their chores. The reward of it, maybe they'll get a treat or they get something special. And that we see all of that in the natural, but there's something even more powerful when it comes to obeying the word of the Lord. We're constantly kind of having to obey things and abide by things, but there's something so powerful when it comes to obeying the Lord and the assignment that he gives you for your life. And true obedience to the commands and words of our Father are always motivated by love. It's our love for Jesus. All the things in the natural, we kind of do them because we have to. You know what I mean? We do the, you know, we, we follow the rules. We do all these things. And you're not typically motivated by love for those, but maybe it's almost like you're motivated more so by punishment. You know? If I don't, <laughs> if I do speed, I'm going to lose my license. You know what I mean? If I don't work hard and if I don't do this in my job, I'm probably going to get fired. You know what I mean? But when it comes, those things are usually more, but when it comes to the things of the Lord and obeying the Father, it's always motivated by love. When it comes to obeying the Father, true obedience is motivated by our love for him. And we can see all throughout scripture through the Old Testament and New Testament where um, the people that are obeying the word of the Lord, they, they go through it and they, they go through it expressing their love and their trust in the Lord, if we read all throughout scripture, when they get a word, when Noah got, whatever, these people, they get assignments from the Lord and they trust him knowing that he is faithful. They love their God. They've seen the history of faithfulness that he's done and they are motivated by love to run after it. And obedience is not just doing what you are told, but it is listening and coming under the instruction. It's coming into agreement with the commander assignment that is being given to you by the Lord. It's coming into agreement. The Lord doesn't want robots. He doesn't want us to do things blindly. He doesn't want us to do things just because he said so. He wants us to have an ear to hear. 
And he wants us to partner with his word and his destiny and his direction over our lives. And he doesn't force anything on us. But he waits for our yes and he runs full force with it. I love that. I love the patience of the Lord when he gives us an assignment, when he gives us a word, whether it's for ourselves or for someone else. He's so patient with us. But I believe that we're coming into a season where it's going to call for quick obedience. It's not going to call for a delay. It's not even going to call for waiting. We, you know, there's, there's a lot of people, and granted, if this is where the Lord has you, that's fine, but I feel like we're coming out of this place where we need to fast and pray for 30 days before we jump on with the word of the Lord. You know what I mean? I feel like we're coming to a season, into a time where we need to obey quickly because there's things, things are moving fast. Things are happening in the earth. Things are happening in our nation. We need to obey quickly. When the Lord of God gives you an assignment, it is destined for this time and this hour. And it's probably destined for that moment, not for 30 days from now, not for a year from now. So I encourage you, if the Lord is speaking to you and he's giving you things, if he's told you to do something specific, I say run with it. Run with it, run with it, and be motivated by love. This is where love and trust take place. It's an act of true obedience. I don't want my kids to listen to me just because I said so. I want them to do it because they understand and because they've come under my instruction and because they love me. And because they honor me, and that's exactly what the Father wants from you. He doesn't want you to listen to him just because he said so. He wants you to do it because you love him. This is real growth and maturity in the believer, is to do things out of love and out of trust, and not just yes men. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But we do it because he loves us and because we love him. That's maturity. John 14, 21 in the Passion. This shows the power of obedience. It says, those who truly love me and those who obey my commands, whoever, those who truly love me are those who obey my commands. Whoever passionately loves me will be passionately loved by my Father. And I will passionately love you in return and will manifest my life within you. I love this. Um, in the Passion, the uh, Brian Simmons footnotes are so good. It says, our love for Christ is demonstrated by our obedience to all that he says. You want to show Jesus you love him? Obey. <laughs> in other words, the more we love Jesus, the more we will obey his commands. And then the fruit of that is that we will be passionately loved by the Father. That is so good. To be passionately loved by the Father just out of our, because we obey. You know what I mean? And the thing with obeying the command of the Lord, it's always for us. When he gives you an assignment and he gives you a word, there's, there's a reward. There's a blessing with it. So, like, I think it's looking at it from a place of expectancy and an excitement. Sometimes we get a word from the Lord or it's a transitional direction word from the Lord. We're like, ah. Oh. That looks really scary. I don't want to do that. You might have to lay some things down. If he's telling you to cut off a relationship, if he's telling you to do this, do that, if he's telling you to say this, if he's telling you to reconcile, if he's telling you to forgive, we need to understand that all of these things that the Father gives us, it's not only for our good, but for the good of others. On verse 23 and 24, and this is coming back to love, it says, Jesus replied, 
Loving me empowers you to obey my word. And my father will love you so deeply that we will come to you and make you our dwelling place. But those who don't love me will not obey my words. The father did not send me to speak my own revelation, but the words of my father. So when we love and obey, he makes us his dwelling place. That's a good reward. And that's why I just, I, if the body of Christ could fully understand the reward of obedience, that the Holy Spirit, Jesus, the Father, he makes us his dwelling place in those seasons of obedience. Another word translated for obey in these scriptures is keep. When you receive a word or an assignment from the Lord, you must keep it and guard it. How many times have you received a word from the Lord and you feel like everybody, like there's people that are like, no, that ain't right. Or no, they can't. You know what I mean? They come and try to attack the word of God on your life. Or you get a command, you get, you get these things and they kind of come at you. Or maybe you yourself, you get something from the Lord. You get this desire. You get this creative thing. You get whatever. And then you kind of fight it yourself within you. Or you, you, know, like, you, know, you get all these voices that start to come. You need to guard and protect that word. I remember when, um, when we were going to move here to Florida from Michigan. We've been here for... This, this summer will be 11 years that we've lived in Florida. And um, I remember when we lived in Michigan and we had decided to transition to Florida. And we had been serving at a church um, faithfully for like seven years, I think seven or eight years. We were on worship. We did kids. We did all the things. We were involved in everything. We cleaned. We cut the lawn. Like everything. We were a part. We loved this church. We served faithfully. We learned about the prophetic at this church. Like it was, it, it opened up so much for us and we got trained in so many things. But I remember when we had felt a peace from the Lord to finally move. And I had a dream. Um, long story short, I had, I had had a dream and I, I told Jimmy, we were kind of debating to come to Florida or go to Texas where my family is. And we would have never thought we would move to Florida because Jimmy always told his, Jimmy's parents lived here. He always said, Mom, stop praying for me to Florida. Move, to move to Florida, I'm never moving to Florida, ever. Like, we, he would tell her all the time, I'm praying against your prayers. We're never moving to Florida. Here we are. But, um, so the praying mom works, I guess. <laughs> but um, I just remember when we had told our pastors at the time that we were going to be moving we did not get blessed at all. In fact, we, I would dare say that we got cursed. We were, um, I remember they had called us into a meeting and basically were like, if you leave, this is going to happen to you. Like it was bad and it was hurtful. And at one point they even, they were like, I won't, I mean, obviously I won't say there, but I mean, they, I think at one point they were just kind of like, we're just, we take our anointing back and we take this. And I'm like, it was not yours, first of all. But so, like, I mean, but they just, and there was so much that was spoken against what Jimmy and I had felt such a peace that the Lord had told us to move. We didn't know what, why or what, but we knew that we heard from the Lord to come here. That's it. 
And even though we had so many, and if we had listened to that, if we had been discouraged by that, if we had, because there's times, and I love the prophets, and I love, I love all of those things, but at the end of the day, because those people were prophets, and they weren't like false prophets, you know what I mean? Like I said, we learned the prophetic, we learned all of that in this community, and I trusted them, and they would be spot on with words, but at the end of the day, it don't matter what it is, you check it back with God. It doesn't matter what anybody says. It doesn't matter what words you get. It doesn't matter whatever. If it's confirming, test it with the Lord and check it with the Lord. Because had we listened to that based on whatever and saying, oh, they're the great prophets of the house. They're always right. They're always whatever. We probably wouldn't be here. This church resting place wouldn't be here. You know what I mean? We guarded that word. We protected it because we loved the Lord. We wanted to see his kingdom established. And we're like, we don't know what this looks like, but we're going to say yes, and we're going to go. And so, and we've seen the fruit of it, and there's so much behind that, but we've just seen God do so much because we guarded and protected that word. And ever since then, I feel like we've, you know, we wrestle sometimes, but I feel like we've made it a point to be quick to obey. We trust him. And obedience and trust go hand in hand. We've leaned into him, and we've seen him move. We've seen him be so faithful with our yes. We're so motivated by our love for Jesus and for his kingdom to be established here in our region. And that the scripture said in verse 21 that he will manifest his life in you, within you, if you obey. And that's what our desire was. And I believe that once we say yes, you will see the Father's love begin to manifest in your life. You'll begin to see his life manifest in you. What a reward. I love it. And the Father, he goes the way with us when we say yes. He doesn't just point and say, go over there. He goes with us. Like a good father, he leads us. I love that. Jimmy was talking about how the Lord this morning, I don't know if you caught it, but there was a beautiful painting that one of our prophetic artists did, and it's a picture of a hand like this. And it just, it made me, it even more so gave me such a visual image of this, of how the Father goes the way with us. His hand is right here. And he's just like, take my hand. Let's go. I will lead you. How comforting to know that he goes with us when we're living in that tension of, you know, to obey or not to obey. You know? Trust that you hear the voice of God. Trust that you hear him. And you know him, even in the tension of, I'm not sure if this is me, I'm not sure if this is him. The Father, he will speak, and he'll take you the way. And if you miss it, you miss it. Don't stay in that place. Don't stay in that place of disappointment if you've missed it before. Or if you've been slow to obey. If you've delayed it, and if you haven't done it. That's why the God is so good. Because his mercies are new every day. So I encourage you, if, if you're in a place where you've felt discouraged because you waited too long, you felt like there's no, God redeems time. It's never too late to obey the word of the Lord. It's never too late. Ever too late. He goes the way with us. He's with us. He is for us. And there's always a blessing that's attached to the obedience. There's always a blessing. There's always a reward. I think it's, um, oh, I didn't write it down. Somewhere in Luke 6, 
um, where it talks about the give and it will come back to you, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Even in that scripture, there's, um, there's a command, right? Give. And it will come back to you, pressed down and shaking over. The blessing follows the obedience of the command. It's not, you know, when I have all the answers, then I'll obey. It's not, when all my debt is paid, then I'll give. <laughs> it's not when all of these things are working out and I have the plan and I have the blueprint, then I'll go for it, then I'll do this. The command comes first. The obedience is first, and then comes the blessing. There's a blessing waiting on the other side of your obedience for some of you. There's a blessing waiting on the other side of your obedience. What is the Lord saying? Have you gone all the way with the command? Have you gone all the way with the assignment? And the blessing's not our motivation, but it's our reward, right? It's our reward. Don't let, just don't let obedience be based on your circumstance, but solely on your desire to please and obey him because you love him. Because sometimes the call or the assignment doesn't make sense. But choose to obey. Choose to have faith in the one who has given you the word. He'll give you the strategy. He'll give you the wisdom. He'll give you the tools. He'll give you the support. And it might not look like what you want, but remember, those who truly love him and obey him will see the manifestation of his life. You'll see the manifestation of his goodness and his mercy. If you're in the waiting right now, just continue to press, man. Continue to fight. Continue to guard that promise. Continue to lean into the word of the Lord and what he's called you to and what you're destined to be. Don't let it go. Don't let go of the promise. Don't let go of it. Don't give up. Yes, don't throw in the towel. <laughs> he will give you the strategy if you obey him. And I want to see the manifestations of God in my life because of my obedience. I really, really feel that. I'm going to be bold real quick just as we're reading this. Philip in Paris, I feel like... I feel like there's something, there's like a next step that the Lord is calling you guys to, that there's something that you guys are supposed to be doing that's even more. And I know you guys are like, give, you guys are givers and you're, you're servants and you're all of these things, but I feel like there's like something that's kind of like, it's like I can see it hanging like right here and you guys are kind of like, oh, I don't know if we should. Oh, I don't know if I should. I think there's things individually and there's things as a family. And so I just want to encourage you with this message that the Lord, there's a blessing on the other side of your obedience. So don't be fearful and don't be discouraged. Don't be scared. And I feel like the Lord's just going to really provide everything that you guys need. Don't even ask, what does this look like? You know, what is this going to take? What is this? You know what I mean? Like, just go for it. Go for it. The Father is so for you guys. And all that you have sown even what Jimmy was saying this morning, man, we should have preached together, babe. All that was the harvest, all that you guys have sown for, I believe, even for years, and this goes beyond even children, but I feel like all that you guys have sown, the Lord is just going to begin to really manifest these things. You're going to begin to see the harvest of those things. So just like, go for it. I There's more for you guys. There's more than what you're doing. There's more to your calling 
than what you guys have even tapped to tapped into. So I just encourage you and I just bless you guys. I just feel that from those. So I hope that sits well, but I just I say go for it. Run, 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 man, run, both of you. You will see the manifestations of his goodness in your life. <laughs> Everybody here, you're gonna see the manifestation of his goodness after you give him your yes. Right? And there's times when the obedience is costly. There's times when it hurts. There's times when we have to leave things behind or we have to transition. You know, we have to leave what's familiar. You know, sometimes it can be painful, but we do the hard things because we love him, right? We need to be willing to do the hard things. Sometimes it's a hard road, but the good news is, can you say good news? The good news is that there's an opportunity to receive the joy of the Lord through difficult seasons of obedience. Obedience isn't rainbows and sunshine all the time. Even we've had to make, as leaders, we've had to make choices and listen to the voice of the Lord that were hard. I'm sure even any of you who have ever been involved in ministry, you've had to make decisions and have had to do things that have been tough. Or even for your lives, or you've had to, you know, relocate your family, or you've had to, you know, whatever it is, just the things that the Lord is calling you to. And there's been times when it's hard, but... This is good news right here. John 15, 10. I like this because it's the good news translation, so it's got to be good. It says, if you obey my command, you will remain in my love just as I have obeyed my father's commands and remain in his love. And I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. If you obey command, you remain, if you obey my commands, you remain in my love just as I have obeyed my father's commands and remain in his love. I've told you this so that my joy may be in you. His joy is in you in every season. His joy is in you. So in exchange for the cost of obedience is love and joy. Sign me up for obedience, right? A love and joy. There's grace. For every season, there is joy and peace that's available for every season. Isn't that good news? That's really good news. That we have access, even in, even in the mess, even in the times when we don't really know what's going to happen. Should we go this? Should we do that? Like all of that. You have access to the joy of the Lord. It doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be a tough time. We might think we have to bear, bear this, but like... It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be difficult. We can choose to take on the joy of the Lord. It's a beautiful exchange. The Lord constantly is exchanging things. Morning for dancing, like we were singing, peace for joy, graves into guard. There's always an exchange that happens with the Lord. That's what happened on the cross. You know what I mean? There's, that's, that's the design. So there's an exchange for the cost of obedience, and it is joy, and it is love, and it's his life fulfilled and manifested in your heart. We are victorious. We are victorious. So I don't know, let's, let's shake off the, 
the I can'ts and let's shake off the it's too hard and let's shake off the it's overwhelming and I can't do it and I'm not strong enough. We were meant to live victorious. We were meant to run with these words full of joy, full of hope, full of strength. We have access to the riches riches of heaven. We were made to live bold and courageous. We weren't meant to be defeated and to be in despair and to be sad and to be burdened and carrying on the burdens of everyone else. We were made to live life to the fullest with victory in our hands. So as you are obeying the word of the Lord, remember you're carrying victory. You're carrying victory. You're carrying power. Who told you that you couldn't do it? Who told you that? The Lord says that I have given you life and life abundantly. He's like, I give you this. I'm giving you ask and seek and knock on heaven's door for strength if you need to. The Father provides everything that we need in every season. So I just pray right now that you would begin to realize and understand the access that you have as heirs to the kingdom of God. Healing is your portion Provision is your portion. Direction and wisdom are your portion. So we just say yes to the word of the Lord. And we say that in every season and everything that you call us to, Father God, we will obey and we will remember that we are victors. We are overcomers over every mountain that might be standing in the way of this command and this call that the Father has put in your life. We need to tell that mountain it's going to melt like wax in the presence of the Lord. So, Father, we thank you, Jesus, and we shake off the negativity and we shake off the regret and we shake off the shame and all of that stuff because we we say, you know, we took too long. We did this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know what? Repent and move on. Repent and move on. You are victorious. You can do this. You have the strength of the Lord and there is power in obedience. So say yes to power. (laughs) Say yes to power. Be violent with it in the right way. Be violent with it. Guard your word. Guard your peace. Guard your joy. Don't let anything steal that from you. Don't let anything take your joy. Don't let anything take your peace. Don't let anything take your, the, the, the encounter that the Lord, those things that you've experienced with him, even in your quiet time. Don't let anything steal that from you. Don't let anything take the word of the Lord from you. God loves to bless those who are obedient. Oh, man, he loves it. And I've even found throughout my faith journey that there can be, and this is why I'm encouraging this, that there can be a a consequence to disobedience. The Lord doesn't want you to live it like that. I'm not saying he withholds anything, but what I have found throughout my journey with the Lord in seasons where I may be slow to obey or just not obeying at all, He doesn't ask much of me, and I can feel that. And it's just like in uh, Matthew, I think I wrote on here somewhere. I think it was Matthew 25. um, If you're faithful with the little, he'll give you much. Be one that that God requires much from. Let that be the sign that you are one who obeys quickly. The Lord doesn't want you to live like that. If you're faithful with a few things, he'll put you in charge of many things. So will you be obedient with what he's given you and what he's told you? Um, I found that throughout the, even throughout the years as a believer, 
that as I've become more intimate with the Lord, I begin to hear him more clearly. You know what I mean? You start to recognize his voice over all the noise. It's just like anything. It's intimacy. Um, you know, it's, it's like a thing. You know, if I, I can be in this room and I can recognize my kid's voice if they're on another side of a room. You know what I mean? You, can, you start to have a familiarity with the voice of the Lord. Intimacy is key to hearing. So whether it's being something that he is speaking to you about or if he's giving you a word for someone else, I've learned to steward what he's told me and be quick to obey his voice. As time has gone on, I can look over my life and see that he's trust, he trusts me with more because of my yes. So if you're feeling like you're at a place where like, man, like I've um, not plateaued, but you're like, okay, I just, I feel like there's more. I know that there's more. I guess I think the next question would be, um, just asking yourself, okay, have I been quick to obey? I think a, a, a sign of that is the fact that he's going to begin to ask you more. You'll begin to get more of those assignments, more of those words from the Lord. I even experience this constantly as a worship leader. You know what I mean? And just when I'm leading a room, I've decided to open up a channel to the Lord and just hearing the voice of God um, and I'm quick to obey we can live like that and it's so funny because I've even found through seasons of my life where um, I'm like man I feel like I hear the Lord more when I'm like behind the piano than I do like in my room you know what I mean like I'll find like I hear more when I'm leading worship than I do and I'm like I want to feel like that no matter where I am no matter what I'm doing like I want to have that access and so but all of that comes by intimacy finding new ways come out of the box you usually hear them like this try this let's hear them like this you know what I mean so let's just begin to even explore the way that we hear the voice of the Lord and I feel like he's just going to even in those moments begin to give you new assignments there's a responsibility of obedience that comes when he speaks to you and when he shows you things so how are you going to steward that your act of obedience will release his presence and his power, not only to you, but to everything and everyone that's around you. There's power behind every act of obedience. It's never for nothing. It's never for nothing. It's never wasted. An act of obedience is never wasted. You might feel or you might not be seeing things or whatever, like an act of obedience is never wasted. Every command and assignment he gives is for his glory and kingdom. You'll bear fruit when you obey the Father. Whether it's for a transitional word for your life or maybe God told you to say something to someone or to go pray for someone. Whether the Lord's speaking to you about a certain specific thing or even an area that might need to be corrected in your life. When you choose to obey from a place of love and honor and trust, you will see fruit. And I can testify to that. I've seen a lot of fruit in my life because of obedience. And I know everybody here that has journeyed with the Lord, you see the fruit in your life when you've been obedient. Right? And in the meantime, lean into the strength of the Lord if you're not seeing the fruit yet. Yet. It'll come. I'm so confident. I'm so confident. 
There's power in your obedience. So I just want to pray. Um, yeah, as we close, I'm assuming the music's like we're closing. So it's the vibe I'm getting. That's okay. I can dig it. I was like, am I supposed to sing? Yes. Now I feel good. <laughs> no, no. Kidding. No. No, but. No, I feel. Um, uh, I would love. To, I want to pray. Um, I feel the pull on this word really strong. And if you could be so bold, even in your seat, <laughs> if you, like we said in the beginning, if you are one of those people that are, you've heard the word of the Lord, you know there's something that he's called you to, whether it's an assignment, whether it's a transition, whether it's a correction, and you haven't gone the whole way yet with it, or even if it's you're in need of strength and peace, and strength and peace because you've just recently made that decision of obedience and you're just in the process and in the waiting, whatever that looks like. Could you just, I want you to raise your hand. I just want to pray for you. I just want to pray for you. So Father, I just thank you, Lord Jesus, for, for your strength. I thank you for your wisdom. I thank you for your peace that passes all understanding. And Father, we know that you're with us. We know that you have given us these words. We, we wouldn't give us more than we could bear. You wouldn't give us more than we can handle. You give us all the wisdom. You give us all the tools. You've qualified us for the assignments that you give us, Father. So I just say right now, let all the fear go. All the fear and the heaviness just lift off of you in Jesus' name. And that you remember that as you have obeyed the Lord, as you are obeying the Lord, the manifest presence of Jesus, the life of Jesus is going to begin to awaken even more in your spirit and your heart. That the man of the awareness of the victor and the overcomer that is on the inside of you to be able to navigate through this season of your calling. That you wouldn't be discouraged in your calling that you wouldn't be discouraged during the assignment, that you wouldn't feel um, burdened, that you wouldn't feel overwhelmed, but that you would walk through every assignment with the grace of God, just completely overwhelming you and flooding you in every season. We were meant to live in peace. So I just say, let peace come over you right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Oh, we thank you, Father. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Jesus. Come on. Can we just thank him together? We thank you, Father. Thank him for his word. Thank him that he speaks. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you. We thank you. I love times of just remembrance, remembering all that the Father has brought us through, even in the times when we've said yes in the past, all that he's brought us through, all that he has provided, all that he has done. Some of you, you can look at yourself five years ago and be like, man, I was a different person if it had not been for God being with me, the growth and the maturity that I've seen in my life, the people that are surrounding me, begin to thank him for his faithfulness. Thank him for his goodness. Thank him for defending you, for protecting you, for being your direction. 
Oh, Father, we just love you so much, God, and we welcome you into every area of our lives, Jesus. We welcome you into the broken places. We welcome you into the places that we have kept shut for so long, God, that we haven't opened up. I say let every area of your heart be opened to the healing of Jesus right now. Father, I thank you that you are even healing wounds and trauma from those of you that have obeyed a word from the Lord, and maybe you have you were discouraged through it. Maybe it didn't pan out the way that you thought. I say, let that discouragement go. And the father is saying to pick that thing back up and try again, pick it up and go with where the grace is, go where God is. And I feel that he's just going to begin to release life into that thing that you laid down. So father, we pick up what needs to be picked up and we lay down what needs to be laid down in Jesus name. God, I thank you for your strength. I thank you for your strength, God. I thank you for your strength. Oh, Jesus, we love you. 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 We love you, Father. We are motivated by love to obey you. Oh, we are motivated by love to obey you. It's easy to obey you. It's easy to obey you. The Christian walk, the life of a believer, is not a lonely road. It's not meant to be a lonely, isolated road. But it is filled with love. It is filled with family. It is filled with strength. It's filled with the power of God. Oh, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Jesus. So if you could, I want you just to begin to release a fresh yes to the Father There's some things that are coming. Maybe you don't even know that they're coming yet. I like to say yes even before they come. (laughs) I like to say yes even before the words come. That way I'm not like, whoa. You know what I mean? So just begin to say yes to whatever the Lord is going to lead you to. This is a bold faith, faith risky yes. To be able to say yes before you even know what the assignment is, that's how we can walk. So we can just get to work and begin to fulfill the calling of God on your life. So just release a fresh yes. Let that open a door. Let that open a gate for your life that you would say, yes, Jesus, whatever comes, whoever goes with me, whoever doesn't, whoever supports me, whoever doesn't, I will choose to obey the word of the Lord over my life. And I open up every gate in my being and I say, let the king of glory come in with his word over my life. Let the king of glory come in with his assignment over even Wesley Chapel, Father God. Whatever it is, Father, that you've laid upon this land, let us be even a piece of it, Father God. As revival is coming to Wesley Chapel, we say we will obey the word of the Lord, Father God. Whatever the promise is, whatever it looks like, whatever it sounds like, whatever we need to do, Lord God, I pray, Lord, that this would be a house who is ready to obey and fulfill the call, fulfill the call for this region, Father God. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We say yes, 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 God. Do what you want to do. Let your kingdom come to Wesley Chapel, Father. Let your kingdom come to every family, Lord God. We just release breakthrough. There's breakthrough in your yes. There's breakthrough in your obedience. The Lord needs us. We are his hands and feet. 
on the earth and he has given us dominion. He has given you dominion and authority over Wesley Chapel. So just begin to say yes to it. Begin to say yes to it. He has given you the keys to this city. Begin to unlock things with your obedience. Begin to unlock things in your family. Begin to unlock things over your life. Begin to unlock it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Father, we thank you, God, that you have trusted us for such a time as this, Lord. You have trusted us, God, and we say we will be quick to obey, Father. We will be quick to obey, and I say let all pride fall in Jesus' name. If you think you got it all together, you are in a dangerous place. If you think you have arrived, you are in a dangerous place. Let's come to him like children who say, yes, Dad, yes, Dad, I love you. Yes, Dad, wherever you take me, I'm going to follow your hand. I'm going to follow your direction wherever you go, Father. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are waking us up, Father, like children to trust in you as our provider, as our protector, the one who is with us, the one who is so faithful. God, we love you, Jesus. We love you. We love you. We love you. We submit our lives to you, and we surrender with a fresh yes to you. King Jesus. We surrender, Father, and we know that you are faithful to respond. You are faithful to respond with your blessing. <laughs> your blessing. Your blessing. Your hand is upon us. Your mercy and your goodness follow us. And we are so thankful. So I say that the resting place of Wesley Chapel is filled with lovers and is filled with those who are quick to obey. Quick to obey. Quick to obey. If you've been sitting on an assignment, whatever that looks like, I say be quick to obey. Be quick to obey. You are mature believers. Be quick to obey. Build. Build, build, build. Be quick to obey. Oh, Father, we love you, God. We love you. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you so much. We love you so much. Worthy, 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 worthy. We are motivated by love in everything that we do. In everything that we do. In everything that we do. Oh, we just love you. We just love you, Father. We love you, God. Uh, just because I like to worship, I want to just close this out. And I just, just with this, just a simple chorus. Let's just sing. I love you, Lord. And I lift my voice to worship you, oh, my soul. Rejoice and take joy, my King, in what you hear, Father. And may it be a sweet, sweet sound, may it be, and may it be a sweet, sweet sound. In your ear. Oh, man. That's where it starts, loving him.
I pray that you fall in love with him more than you ever have before. For those of you that have been believers for a long time, I pray that a zeal and a passion would awaken on the inside of you. For those of you that have become overly familiar with his presence, I say let the wonder and expectancy rise within your spirits again. Fall in love with him. Run to him. Seek him. Look to him. Gaze upon him. He's always taking us from glory to glory. We won't move up. We won't go from glory to glory if we feel like we've plateaued in our Christianity and our belief and our walk with the Lord. And if we stay on the last encounter forever. There's always a new encounter. There's always more. There's always more. There's always more. There's always more. So we cry out for the more, Jesus. We cry out for the more. Father, let your fire rise up on the inside of your people, Lord God. Oh, Father, let your fresh fire come and fill our hearts. Fill our hearts. Fill our hearts. Fill our hearts. Fresh fire, fill our hearts. Passion, passion, passion. Oh, we will never be a people that are bored in your presence, God. We will never be a people that just go with the motions of it, God. But that we feel you and we experience you in every part of our senses, every part of our being. Father, would feel the living water rising up, flowing through us in our bellies, God, I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. Some of you have done church for a long time. Stop doing church. Start loving the Lord. Stop doing religion. Start loving him. It's not about church. It's about Jesus. It's about Jesus. It's about what has he called you to. It's about what is your purpose. What is your destiny? What is your assignment? To see heaven reign, heaven reigning on the earth. It's not about doing church. Let us never come to that place, oh God. Let us never be so religious. Let us never come to that place, God. We break open every box right now in Jesus' name. Every box that you have put the Father in, let that box be broken. Every box that you've put your relationship with the Lord in, let it be broken. I invite you to come to a deeper place, deeper than you ever have. The Father is releasing an invitation for something deeper than you've ever experienced. There's a deeper place. There's a deeper place. There's a deeper river. There's a deeper place. Oh, stop doing church. Stop doing church. Stop checking it off the list. Love him. Love him. Love him. Love him. Oh, I thank you, Father God. I thank you for passion, 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 a zeal. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, God, that you are reviving our hearts reviving us, reviving us, and we say, yes, we will go, Father. Send us, Lord. Do whatever you want to do with us, Jesus. Oh, we love you, we love you, we love you, Father. Oh, we love you, Jesus. We love you, we love you, Father. We love you, we love you, we love you. 
We love you. We love you. We love you, Jesus. We love you. We love you. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Lean into the awkwardness. If this is awkward for you, I say lean into it. This is part of the obedience. This is a little activation of the teaching. <laughs> lean into it. Lean into it. If you have to keep saying yes to the Lord, lean into it. He's calling some of you to pray more. Let this be the next thing. He's calling some of you to, to, to really press in. He's calling some of you to dig deeper. Can you do it without the music? Can you do it without the motive, the, the hype? Can you do it without all of that? Intimacy is the key. Intimacy, intimacy with the Lord, intimacy with the Father. We bless you, we bless you. Look at the Father, look at him. Look at him, look at him in his eyes of fire. Look at him in the beauty of his holiness. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Worthy, worthy, worthy. Oh, we love you, Father. We love you, Father. We love you, we love you, Father. We love you, Jesus. We love you. All he wants is relationship. He doesn't want the works of your hands. He doesn't want all of these things. He wants relationship with you. He wants your heart. All of the other things are extra. He wants your heart. He wants your heart. He wants your willingness. Oh, Jesus, you can have it all. You can take it all, Father. You can strip it all away if you want to, Lord God. You can take it all, Jesus, as long as I am so in alignment with you, Father. That is all we need, God. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Father. We love you. We love you. We lay everything down for you, God. And you're worth every sacrifice. You're worth the time, Father. You're worth every tear. You're worth it, God. You're worth every struggle, Lord God. We lay every crown down. Jesus, you're worth it. You are worthy, 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 worthy. Come on, we're in a season. Even this morning I shared at the resting place in Tampa, I just kept getting this picture of Esther coming before the king. And it was released in our corporate prayer of this being in a season where you can come and ask the king. He says, ask me anything, just as she asked the king for freedom, just as she was asking, making this request for her people. The father is releasing an invitation right now to ask for the big things. More than you could ask, more than you could think, more than you could ever imagine. Ask for more. Ask for more. What are the desires of your heart? What are the desires of your heart? Don't let a poverty mentality keep you stuck to not ask for more. More wisdom, more understanding, more provision, healing, redemption. Souls saved. What does it look like to ask for more? What does it look like to ask for more? Ask him for it. Whatever it is, ask him. Do you need your debt paid? Ask him. Do you need your marriage restored? Ask him. Help me, Jesus. Help me to love. Do you need more patience? Ask him. He loves to give good gifts. 
He loves to give. He loves to give. Approach the king boldly. Approach him boldly. Approach him as royalty because you are an heir to everything that he owns. You are an heir to the kingdom of heaven. You are royalty just as he is. We are not orphans. We are sons and daughters. Inheritance is yours. Ask him for it. Ask him for it. More than you could ask, more than you could think, more than you could imagine. Dream with the Lord again. Dream with the Lord again. He can do it. He can do that, and he can do that too. He's the only one who can. God, you are our source. (laughs) Mm. Ask him. Oh, Father, we thank you for the access. A lot of you have stopped asking him for things because you feel like a beggar or you feel like, I don't know, you just shouldn't. I don't know what the mindset is, but scripture says, ask, seek, knock. The door will be open. Because what happens is we begin to rely on our own strength and we begin to try to make things happen on our own because we're not asking for help from the Lord. So we try to find all these other solutions. We try to find all these other ways to make things happen because we've stopped asking the helper. Right? Ask him. Ask him. Oh, he's so faithful. He's so faithful. God, you are so good. And we just thank you, Lord Jesus. I thank you, God, once again for your voice. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your wisdom. And I just pray right now that everything that is lifted up to you tonight and even in the next coming hours of people really opening up their hearts and asking you for these things, God, that you would just begin to manifest, begin to manifest in these situations, that you meet every need and every desire. You've put the desires there. We believe that you will meet the need of every desire big or small because you're so good you're so good and we're meant to live in greatness because we have a great God oh we love you Jesus amen thank you for listening to this podcast from the Blessing Place Wesley Chapel we hope you feel honored empowered and full of faith because of what you hear and we would love to see you at our gathering soon for more resources like this head to trpfamily.org